1: Welcome Old Time Radio fans, I'm your host, Virtual Vinny. Stay tuned after the episode as we discuss not only what we're going to do for Fridays on Season 2, but uh, what else we're planning. You can interact with us via social media on our Facebook page at I Love Old Time Radio or on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. You can send feedback via the contact form on our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com. Or you can leave a voice message using the Anchor.fm app. If you enjoyed this program, please take the time to rate and review us at review.iloveoldtimeradio.com. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armor All, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armor All products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall. Less work, more clean. Terms apply. I Love Old Time Radio produces a new show every Monday through Friday, each day with a different theme. Fridays, we hope to save the secret word on You Bet Your Life. This episode originally aired on June twenty eighth, 1950. So, George... What is the secret word? Ladies and gentlemen,
0: the secret word tonight is floor. F-L-O-O-R. Oh, Feniman can spell, really? (laughs) You bet your life! The DeSoto Plymouth Dealers of America present Groucho Marx in You Bet Your Life. A comedy quiz series produced and transcribed from Hollywood. And here he is, the one, the only. Never thought he'd make it. Oh, that's me, Groucho Marx! Thank you. Well, here I am again with $2,000 for one of our couples. George Feniman, who's face to try for it? Just before we went on the air, our studio audience selected a club woman, Marie Clark Miller, her partner from the Los Angeles Philharmonic Auditorium, Mr. Jock Mountain. Folks, meet Groucho Marx.
2: Well, welcome for the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers, and if you say the secret word, you'll split $100 in cash. It's a common word, something you'll find around the house. Jock Mountain, is that right? What kind of a name is that?
0: French. A little Irish on this side.
2: Which side is the Irish? They'll take either side, I guess, huh? What, what sort of work do you do, Jack?
0: Stage manager at the Philharmonic Auditorium. Oh.
2: Well, what are your duties as a stage manager?
0: I do all kinds of stuff
3: back there. <laughs> oh, you
2: rascal, you. Uh... <laughs> Specifically, what do you do backstage?
0: Take care of all the men, see that they're at the jobs and the show is put on in time.
2: And Miss uh, Marie Clark uh, Miller, huh? you're a, you're a, a club woman, huh? is that right? Yes, sir. Did, did you bring your club with you?
4: <laughs>
2: what clubs do you belong to, uh, Mrs. Miller?
4: Oh, I belong to the Silver Bowl and the Glendale Art Association. Mm-hmm. It isn't really a club; it's an organization.
2: I see. Well, uh, what is the difference between a club and an organization?
4: Well, a club is more of a local affair While an organization is, uh, is a group that can expand nationally or even internationally
2: You mean they're spread all over the world? Uh-huh. <laughs> I used to belong to a club after a big night The members were spread all over the street, but I...
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> you say the Silver Bowers is an international organization?
4: Well, not at present, it's, uh, it's a, national, a national group now Oh, I
2: see, and how, how many chapters do you have?
4: Oh, we have three chapters. Three chapters. Uh, One in uh, Los Angeles. The book out
2: about the Marx Brothers has twenty-eight chapters, (laughs) and it's on sale all over the United States at all the bookstores. (laughs) Where are the three chapters? New York, Chicago, and L.A.
4: Well, no, the three of them are rather in the Los Angeles area: Los Angeles, and uh, Inglewood, and East Los Angeles.
2: That's pretty national, I think <laughs> I understand East Los Angeles Has now stuck its nose into Lake Michigan
3: <laughs>
2: And took a whiff of that water And took its nose right out again
3: <laughs>
4: Where did you
2: get a name like a silver bow? Oh, from a poem That
4: uh, poem? one of the members wrote
2: do you, re- do you remember the poem?
4: Well, not exactly But I, I always carry a copy of it once. <laughs> Would you mind
2: giving us a couple of stanzas or so?
4: I'd like to. And he isn't funny. <laughs>
3: I, di-
2: I didn't expect it to be funny.
3: <laughs>
2: Don't forget, I've read Sheets and Kelly. I mean, Keats and Shelley. <laughs> That's known there's a Freudian slip. Uh-huh. I haven't worn in years, but <laughs> <way. laughs>
4: the silver bough of bud and flower, leaf and fruit, I bring you now. Oh, immortality is token of the selfless root which is to be.
2: I think that's rather beautiful, Mrs. Miller.
3: Now,
2: there's one thing I'd like to ask you. That, uh, what does it mean?
4: I'll, I'll tell you. Uh, you know, a poem... You, you're that... going to have to. <laughs> a poem, no doubt, means something to every person. Every person will read a different meaning into it. Uh, you know, the, uh, the, uh, the things that are mentioned in the poem are perhaps only symbolical of the entire life scope. And uh, and uh, really tells us of eternal, the things that live are forever
2: What you're actually implying is that I'm dead, is that it?
3: Very nice, alive.
2: Well, Jack, let's go back did you like the poem, Jack? Very nice, wasn't it? You liked it,
3: huh? <laughs> uh, how, how, do, how do you get
2: to be a stage manager, Jack?
0: Well, you just fool uh, around out in front selling books
2: and. You fool around front and back. It doesn't yeah. make.
3: <laughs>
2: You'll just fool around any
3: place.
2: <laughs> uh, Jock, uh, what is playing at the Philharmonic now? South Pacific. South Pacific? Never heard of it. Does it look like it'll be a success?
0: What do you think of a vehicle running for two years to capacity? Do you think that's successful?
2: I don't know. The uh, The Sunset Bus has been running that long. <laughs>
4: has
2: the silver bough sprouted any more branches since I talked to you?
3: <laughs>
4: well, I hardly think so. <laughs>
2: you have not a- <laughs>
3: It's
4: a very new organization, you see. Uh, just recently, within the last year or so, organized. And so it hasn't had time to sprout yet.
2: You're planning on shedding these poems all over America. <laughs> yes. What are the requirements for membership in your club?
4: Well, an interest and, uh, and talent.
2: And, and what are the dues?
4: Oh, the dues, $2 a year. Can you pay it
2: off in installments, I mean... <laughs> Now what, what what could I do if I suppose I were a member of this organization?
4: Oh, a, a talented man like you could uh, could give a great many contributions to our
3: group. <laughs>
2: I went right along with you, Mrs. Miller, until I heard the word contribution.
3: <laughs> so at this
2: point, I resign and I want my two bucks back. <laughs> Marie, I want I want to thank you for being with us tonight. I've kidded you, but I'm very sincere in saying that the American club woman is a very important part of American life. Now, let's get away from the arts and get around to something as sorted as $2,000. Now, in just one minute, you're going to play your bet your life.
0: The desire of every DeSoto Plymouth dealer... ...to please you in every way he can... ...applies not only when you take your car there for service... ...it also holds good when he sells you a new car... ...a DeSoto or a Plymouth. The brilliant new DeSoto is truly a beautiful car... ...with graceful new lines that sweep back smartly... ...from a brand new full-width front grille... ...to its smart-looking, newly designed rear end. The new DeSoto offers you the last word in driving comfort and ease... ...and DeSoto lets you drive without shifting. And remember... All dealers who sell DeSoto also sell Plymouth, the American beauty. The car that's packed with value and ready to prove it. Let's see if you two will get a chance at the $2,000. Phantom, and tell them the rules. Each of our three couples has $20. They bet as much of that $20 as they want on each of four questions. The couple that earns the most money... Gets a chance at the $2,000 DeSoto Plymouth question at the end of the show. Our other two couples are in a waiting room off stage, so they don't know what's happening out here.
2: Here we go. Let's see how high I can build you $20. You selected famous man named John as your category. Here's your first question. How much of the 20 will you try? Five.
3: Oh, ten.
0: That's
3: right, Tim. Right Tim. Yes. So. Yes, <laughs> Now,
2: what was the name of the John who was known as the March King of America?
4: John Philip jo- Seuss. John
2: Philip Seuss is right.
3: Eh?
4: March with
2: $30. All right, you're on the march with $30, says And Remember, you're going for $2,000 tonight. Now, how much of the 30 will you risk? What do you
3: want to go for? All of it? Oh, not yet. <laughs> twenty? 15, fifteen. twenty. Fifteen?
2: Is that all right with you, Joe? Right, okay, fifteen. What was the name of the commander-in-chief of the AEF in World War One? John Joseph Pershing. Pershing is right. <laughs> We have $45. All right, you got $45. And here's your third question. uh, How much of the 45 will you bet?
0: 20.
2: 20. What was the name of the John who owned the mill race where gold was discovered in California? John Sutter. John Sutter is right. Now we have $65. All right, you have $65. How much will you bet? 25. 25. $25. What was the name of the playwright and actor who composed Home Sweet Home? John. Hey. John Payne is right.
3: And they we'll wind up with
2: $90. Thanks and good luck from the DeSoto Plymouth dealers. Now don't go away. You may get a chance at the big question.
0: Groucho, the secret word is still floor. Still floor? What a strange word, still floor, huh? Perhaps our next couple will say it. We look for people with unusual occupations tonight. And just before we went on the air, our studio audience selected Mr. Clarence Cronkite. His partner is a housewife, Mrs. Martha Jones. And here they are. Folks, meet Groucho Marx.
2: Welcome to You Bet Your Life, kids. And if you say the secret word, you'll divide $100. It's a common word, something you'll find around the house. Mr. Clarence
0: Cronkite, huh?
2: Where where, where are you from, Mr. Cronkite?
0: I was born in Sacramento, California. I'm a native son. Oh,
2: part of the lobby up there?
5: Oh,
0: (laughs) too, too, too many years ago. And Mrs. Jones, you're you're a housewife.
5: Yes, I'm a housewife. Now,
2: where are you from?
5: Clinton, Iowa.
2: Clinton. Huh? I used to have a girl
5: in Clinton. You did? It wasn't Lillian Russell, was it?
2: It. could have. It could have been.
3: She was born in Clinton.
5: It,
2: it, it could have been Barbara Fritchie. As long as you're going to insult me. I
3: didn't mean to. She's a lovely girl.
2: Yes, she was. She was a great kid, and we had wonderful times together. Dropping that flag off the balcony when (laughs)
5: they...
2: You're you're married, huh?
5: Yes, I'm a housewife.
2: Still a housewife, huh? That's right. No ambitions, eh? Just want to be a housewife? Don't you ever secretly dream about being a great lady lawyer or something? Come clean now. What's your secret ambition?
5: Well, I did want to be a writer. I always thought when I was in my teens I would be, but...
2: You're tired of being a housewife in other words. Well... When you get home tonight, tell your husband you quit, huh?
5: <laughs> Give him a week's
2: notice. How much salary do you get, Martha?
5: Well, I don't get any salary.
2: Does he know he's violating the tapped heart of
3: <laughs>
2: How did you meet this miser? <laughs> Let the well... fellow catches mice.
5: <laughs> well, it was back in the horse and buggy days and...
2: He was a horse? <laughs>
5: You were a little buggy <laughs> My folks lived on a small acreage at the edge of town and they raised chickens and, and my brother used to drive to town with the eggs on Saturday but one Saturday he couldn't go and uh, I undertook to go and so they put the case of eggs in the back of the buggy and I had a basket of eggs on the seat beside me and everything went fine until I got almost into town and then the horse ran away and I couldn't stop him He was determined he was going to run And when he they got to smell the eggs <laughs> When he got in front of a pool hall He ran up on the sidewalk And one wheel went up on the sidewalk And one off the sidewalk And stopped the buggy with a jolt And I fell out and the egg's on top of me and... <laughs> Several fellows came out of the pool hall And helped me out And got everything straightened out And then one especially nice looking young fellow Offered to take me home And he was the one I later married. I
2: see. And who was ahead in the pool game? (laughs) What what, what does he do now, uh, Mrs. Jones?
5: He's a fix-it man, repair man.
2: Oh, he repairs? He repairs Uh different things? And uh, what sort of work do you do, Mr. Cronkite?
0: Oh, devise uh, fireworks displays, design them, and uh, supervise the erection and the firing of them.
2: Does your wife ever shoot off her mouth?
3: Uh, <laughs> no.
2: Anything embarrassing ever happened to you, Clarence, that you could tell us about? And...
0: Well, probably the uh, most embarrassing was uh, putting on a fireworks show off of a barge one time when the barge broke loose and uh, floated down the river. Finally, a tug caught up with them and pulled them back. That was about as embarrassing as it could be in our business to be firing the show a half a mile or more away from where the audience was.
2: Maybe the tug got stage fright, huh? <laughs> now, Mr., Mr. Cronkite, pretend that Mrs. Jones's husband wanted to amuse her on the 4th of July, and he only wants to spend $10. Now, what should he buy?
0: Oh, some sparklers and fountains and uh, flower pots and colored fire. And how long will this keep Mrs.
2: Jones amused?
0: About three minutes.
3: <laughs>
2: Wouldn't it be safer and saner and quicker if he if just uh, set fire to a $10 bill and let it go? <laughs> now, let's see how you'll do in the battle for the $2,000. You've got to work together as a team and run your $20 and the more than the other couple. I can't tell you how much they won, but Fenneman's off to so remind our listeners.
0: The stage manager and the club woman earned $90.
2: Here we go. Let's see how high I can build you $20. You selected famous ships as your category. Now, how much of the $20 will you try in your first question? $10. $10. What was the name of the ironclad gunboat that fought the Merrimack during the Civil War? Monitor. The Monitor is correct.
3: And we're on
0: the way with $30. You
2: remember, you're going for $2,000 tonight. How much of the 30 will you try? 20 20 What was the name of the luxurious French liner that capsized and burned in New York Harbor? Normandy. Normandy is right. Now they have fifty dollars. Now you have fifty dollars, and here's your third question. How much are you gonna bet? Forty. Forty. What was the name of the ship that was blown up in Havana Harbor? It was one of the causes of the Spanish American War. Maine. The battleship Maine is correct.
3: They're
2: really climbing. We have $90. What was the name? How much are you gonna bet? Talk it up. All or nothing. All or nothing, eh? Well, that's a real fireworks man. He's going to shoot the works, eh? <laughs> what was the name of the superliner that collided with an iceberg on our maiden voyage? Titanic. The Titanic is correct.
0: And they wind up with a grand
3: total of $180.
2: <laughs> Thanks and good luck from the DeSoto Plymouth dealers. Now, we'll soon know against the chance of the $2,000 question.
0: Friends, throughout the coming summer, I hope you'll drive in to see a DeSoto Plymouth dealer. You may be going on a vacation, let's say to the mountains or the shore. Or up the
2: river for a stretch.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But wherever you go, wherever you drive, you'll see the sign of a DeSoto Plymouth dealer that says to you, Come on in and experience our fair and square car service that's performed by expert mechanics at a fair price. That, Feniman is the loudest mouth sign I've ever heard. Yes, there are skilled mechanics awaiting you at a DeSoto Plymouth dealers. Let them check your car, so that on that vacation of yours, you can get the most out of your car.
2: On my vacation, I try to get the most in my car.
3: <laughs>
0: All right, Feniman, who's ahead in the battle for the $2,000? Well, the housewife and the fireworks man are ahead with $180. The secret word is still floor. We asked for young, unmarried people tonight... And just before we went on the air, our studio audience selected Miss Christine Strain and Mr. Ted Reinhart. And here they are. Folks, meet Groucho Marx. Welcome, welcome
2: for the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers. And if you say the secret word, you'll divide $100 between you. It's a common word, something you'll find around the house. Christine uh, Strain, huh? Very cute outfit you get on, Christine. Thank you. Where, where are you from, Christine? That's a lovely name, Christine.
5: Thank you. I'm from Belfast, uh, Ireland.
2: Oh, are you? Were mm-hmm. you born there or uh, you Yes, I was born here? there. Oh. Ted uh, Reinhardt is your name? Yes, sir. Where where are you from, Theodore? Elsie Gundo. How, how 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 far is that from here? Elsie Gundo. Sounds like uh, a girl's name, Elsie Gundo, yeah.
3: eh? <laughs> What do
2: you do for a living, Ted? I'm a lifetime. What flavor? <laughs> You mean a uh, lifesaver? Is that right? Like? You mean you got a hole in your head? Uh? No, I
3: work next to the water
2: down at Ocean Park. You work next to the water?
3: <laughs>
2: well, uh, that—that's that, pretty handy if you're going to be a lifeguard, I think. <laughs> that's at Santa Monica? No, that's at Ocean Park. Oh. Pretend the water's over my head and I'm down for the third time. Now, exactly, how do you go about effecting my rescue? Well, the first thing I'd do is we'd be sitting in the car, I'd kick off the phone, which immediately would notify the main station, which is at Venice, uh, that I'm going in the water.
3: You, that then, you're going in the water? <laughs> well, that's,
2: that's, that's mighty nice of you, Chip. <laughs> so you, uh, I'm out there drowning. Now you're phoning the other station. <laughs> To embark on, into the water? Huh? No. no, I didn't. I don't phone. I just kick it off, and then it immediately notifies the main station, and then they send uh, the boat out. Or A garbage the... boat, I suppose. <laughs> no. You say you do all that just because the water's over my head? and I'm going down for the third time. Yeah. Well, it seems pretty silly, doesn't it? Because it happens I'm taking a shower and I'm going down the third time for the soap. (laughs) And what sort of work do you do, Christine?
5: I teach school.
2: Oh. You spend all your spare time at the beach in the summer kind of uh, looking them over?
5: Well, no. I spend most of my spare time with the women Marines organized reserve.
2: Oh, you're reserved for a Marine?
3: <laughs> I am a Marine.
2: Ted, Uncle Sam needs you.
5: <laughs> what do
2: you mean, organized Marines? What does that mean?
5: Well, we have a regular reserve unit, just as the other armed forces do. Meet once a week and drill, have parades, lectures, and so on. Poems? Poems. <laughs>
2: Now, uh, besides drilling with the Marines, what do you do in the reserves, Christine?
5: Well, I'm interested in sharpshooting. Sharpshooting? Sharp shooting. Oh,
2: sharpshooting. Mm-hmm. Are you a good shooter, uh,
5: Christine? Well, our team uh, uh, participated in a national small boar championship this year.
2: The small boar championship? Yes. What do you do, go around to parties and look for the <laughs> smallest boy you can find <laughs> and then shoot him? Shooting the biggest ball first. <laughs> How did your team make out in the national championships?
3: Well, we placed six.
2: Well, for a national championship, that isn't bad. How many teams were there? Six. <laughs> Congratulations for surviving To the end (laughs) Would you like to pay $2 And join a club Where they read poetry (laughs) Well I've kidded you both tonight But I want you to know I'm very happy You're both around here You never can tell When we'll need a marine Or a lifeguard Now let's see how well You work together You run your $20 And more than the other couples And you'll get a chance At the $2,000 DeSoto Plymouth question Beneman's off stage Remind our listeners Who's leading so far
0: the fireworks man and the housewife are ahead with $180. Here
2: we go. Let's say Ohio can build you $20. You selected famous battles of American history. Here's your first question. How much will you bet? Ten bucks. Ten bucks? Is that all right with you, mm-hmm. Teach? <laughs> During teacher. what war was the Battle of San Juan Hill fought?
5: Spanish-American.
2: Spanish-American War is right.
5: They're on the
2: way with $30, Groucho. They're practically married already. you right. <laughs> Thirty dollars. Remember, you're going for two thousand dollars tonight. Now, how much of the thirty will you risk?
3: Twenty-five.
2: During what war was the Battle of Bellow Wood? World War One. World War One is right.
3: finally <laughs> we have fifty-five dollars.
2: Say, you're nobody's dope,
3: Christine. <laughs> now you got
2: fifty-five bucks. How much are you going to try? Fifty. Fifty dollars. During what war was the Battle of Tarawa fought? World War II. World War
3: II. 105 Well, dollars. you've got
2: 105 smackers And here's your last chance To beat the other couples And how much Are you going to okay. shoot for? You can do
3: it okay. You can do it <laughs> Okay, what is it? Uh, Let's make a hundred Is this, the, this the last
2: one? This is the last one Let's go
3: ahead Okay
2: Remember when women Were the weaker sex? Huh?
3: <laughs>
2: During what war Was the Battle of Bull Run fought?
3: Civil War Civil War is right
0: the lifeguard and the girl marine with their $210 get the chance at the DeSoto Plymouth $2,000 question. (laughs) If signs could talk, then the sign of a DeSoto Plymouth dealer would say... Welcome inside for the very best in service. No matter what make of car you own, or what year it is, a DeSoto Plymouth dealer is ready to give it the attention it needs. Factory-trained mechanics and factory-approved tools and equipment assure you of an expert job every time. And service at a DeSoto Plymouth dealer's means courteous service. Service with a smile to old and new customers alike. So next time you see that familiar sign of a DeSoto Plymouth dealer, Remember, it's a cordial invitation to you. What that sign stands for is... Welcome inside for the very best in service. And here's the lifeguard and the girl, marine, The winning couple... All ready for the DeSoto Plymouth $2,000 question, Groucho.
2: Here we go for $2,000. Ready, I'll give you 15 seconds to decide on a single answer between you... So think carefully... And please, no help from the audience, here it is. The Liberator is the name given to the great South American patriot who freed his own country, Venezuela, as well as several others of Spanish rule. Who was this South American hero known as the Liberator? All right, kids, what's the answer you two have decided upon? Bolivar. Simone Bolivar is... <laughs> had the right answer, so you win $2,000. What are you going to do with all that money? Get a phone that works, will you, in case I'm drowning? I want to finish paying off my dad's house. Oh, well, that's wonderful. (laughs) Dad, all I can say to you is while I'm kicking the bucket, don't you be kicking the phone. (laughs)
3: Well, let's see. You win
2: $2,000 $210 in the quiz. You really cleaned up tonight. Congratulations from the more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers from coast to coast. You bet your life.
0: You bet your life. Transcribed from Hollywood is presented by the more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers of America. And remember, all dealers who sell DeSoto also sell Plymouth. Two great cars, both products of a Chrysler Corporation. Well, folks, we're going off for the summer, not that I have been off all winter, too. Feniman, tell them about next week. The DeSoto Plymouth Dealers will bring you a Groucho, and you'll bet your life next fall. But next week, and every week during the summer months, same time, same stations, the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers of America will bring you the hilarious comedy program It Pays to be Ignorant, starring Tom Howard. I don't know why they're replacing me. I could be just as ignorant as he could. <laughs>
2: Well, since this is our last show of the season, my partner and producer, John Goodell, and I would like to thank the staff, who you bet your life, my two directors, Robert Dwan and Bernie Smith, good old George Feniman, Jerry Feeling and his Unstrung Symphony,
3: <laughs>
2: I, Friedman, Ed Tyler, Ed Mills, Dorothy and Carol Nye, Pat Walsh, Ralph Cummings, Molly Slobe, and all the others whose names I'll think of while I'm paddling a leaky canoe this summer in Lake Arrowhead. <laughs> of course, I want to thank all you listeners who have been so faithful to this show. We'll be back again in September, and until then, remember... Just be sure to see your DeSoto Plymouth dealer.
0: Folks, here's a tip from the National Safety Council. You haven't got full control of your car unless you have both hands on the steering wheel. This is George Fenneman signing off for the more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers from coast to coast. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC.
1: You're listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. Welcome back. So this is the last episode of season three. Season four marks the beginning of the television version of the show. And as Season 4 is on the horizon for You Bet Your Life, it's Season 2 for I Love Old Time Radio. And for all you Groucho Marx fans, I'm pleased to say that he will be remaining on Fridays for the duration of Season 2. Some other things that are going on in Season 2 is we'll be doing The War of the Worlds Again live this year on October 30th. This time we'll be streaming it on Facebook. So if you have not liked our Facebook page yet, do so now. Also, Christmas, we're planning another event, but I haven't quite decided on whether or not I'm going to do It's a Wonderful Life again, or maybe something different. It's something I might leave up to the Patreons. Which leads me to the big change for Season 2, is the Vintage Radio Club. I have decided we're going to be moving the Vintage Radio Club off the website and onto our Patreon page. We have started a Patreon page, and one of the big reasons we have done so is that Patreon gives you the ability to provide an RSS feed that is different for each user. This means that all Patreon members who meet a certain level will be able to add the Vintage Radio Club to whatever device they listen to podcasts on. Any app that allows you to add a podcast via an RSS feed will be able to access the Vintage Radio Club. In addition, some of the website features that were only available to club members will now be available to everyone once it's unlocked on Patreon. Also, I hope to make some branded merchandise that will be available to different Patreon tiers. So now, visiting vintage.iloveoldtimeradio.com will take you to our Patreon page. Who will be the first to sign up? Like us on Facebook at I Love Old Time Radio. Follow us on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. Comments and questions can be directed to our website at iLoveOldTimeRadio.com, or leave a voice message using the Anchor.fm app. If you'd like to help support this show, you can do so at support.iLoveOldTimeRadio.com, or by joining our Vintage Radio Club and get an extra episode a week. And speaking of Vintage Club members. This weekend, a move from the countryside to town leaves a retired lady prey to a cat named Evil and a young girl who forcefully moves in with her. It's from the CBS Radio Mystery Theater, and it's called The Resident. The Shadow returns on Monday, and Groucho will be back next Friday for some more with You Bet Your Life. For I Love Old Time, this is Virtual Vinny, Signing off, welcome to season two.